Hello, and welcome to The Artist Pivot, a weekly conversation with artists about their current pivot, past pivots, and every pivot in between. I am your host, Ayana Major Bay, an actress who wants to educate, empower, and celebrate artists so they have no option but to thrive. On this season one finale episode, I am joined by the Real Housewives of After Midnight 3.0, which include Brenda Braxton, Leandra Ellis Gaston, Asha Brownie Gordon, Crystal Mackey, Iman Ayana Barnes, and Bria Williams. I had the pleasure of working with these beautiful ladies in the show After Midnight on the Norwegian Escape. So here is a little bit about each one. Miss Brenda Braxton is an author, singer, dancer, Tony-nominated actress, and native New Yorker. She originated the role of Brenda in Smokey Joe's Cafe and did double duty for some time running B. Braxton's A Grooming Salon for Gentlemen while in Chicago on Broadway. Mrs. Leandra Ellis Gaston is an actress who hails from Columbia, South Carolina and now resides in New York City with her husband. She has toured with Beautiful the Carol King Musical and made her Broadway debut last year in Tina the Tina Turner Musical. Miss Asha Brownie Gordon is a singer, actress, and occasional waitress barista who is originally from Conyers, Georgia. She has worked at theme parks, on cruise ships, and in regional theater for the last decade. Miss Crystal Mackey is Brooklyn born and bred and is a dancer, singer, and teaching artist. She is an alumni of LaGuardia High School and received her BFA from University of North Carolina School of the Arts. She made her off-Broadway debut in This Ain't No Disco and is currently in the first national tour of Hamilton. Miss Iman Ayana Barnes is a performing artist rooted in dance and fitness. Starting in concert dance, she eventually crossed into the world of musical theater, doing productions of After Midnight, Oklahoma, and The Music Man. Dancing has always been her outlet of expression, joy, and fulfillment, and finding these emotions in any performance opportunity is one of her main goals. She has now also started her own YouTube fitness channel. Miss Bria Williams is a dancer who hails from Baltimore, Maryland. She made her Broadway debut in Mean Girls and was the principal Duval understudy. She also has a passion for interior design and has been finding ways to use those skills as well. We discuss sisterhood, taking off the mask, and discovering who we really are when everything is stripped away. Here's our conversation. Okay, so y'all, this is a very, very special episode of the Artist Pivot Podcast. Now, I think all of my guests are special and I love them all, but this episode right here I had to call together the ladies of After Midnight. Excuse me. Let me let me let me say this actually. The real housewives of After Midnight 3.0. These women, exactly. Yep. These women I love so much, so much. I consider them my sorority sisters cuz we spent 7 months together doing a show called After Midnight, living on the ship and just just being us. So I'm going to introduce them to you right now. So first up, I have Miss Asha Brownie Gordon. Hey, girl. Hello. Hey. And then I have Miss Crystal Mackey. Hey. Then I have Miss Bria Williams. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? And then I have Iman Ayana Barnes. Hello. Hello. Then I have Miss Leandra Ellis Gaston. Hey, y'all. And last, but most certainly not least, Miss Brenda Braxton. How y'all doing? (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, goodness. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it is so lovely to have you all on. I can't. Oh, I'm so excited. And I know we are actually missing one member of our crew, Miss Shari Williams. Shout out to Shari. Unfortunately, she couldn't join us today. But Shari, when you listen to this, honey, this is we are thinking about you and we love you. And I'm just happy to to have gathered the rest of us because this these are some crazy times, Mm. Mm y'all. Yes, yes. So let's see. Where do we start? I'm going to just pick someone random. Let's see. I'm going to start with Crystal. How oh. have you been doing, my dear? <laughs> I <laughs> you, didn't, wow, you, see that, okay. you didn't see that coming, did you? <laughs> Definitely did not. Um, I've been okay, you know, as much as okay as I possibly can be during these times. Um, it's been wild. Uh, no one saw this coming. <laughs> right. So... I've just been trying to, you know, get adjusted to this new norm. Um, You know, being home with my family is great, um, but also crazy at times. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I, I haven't been home for this long in a very long time. So just to be able to spend time with them and, you know, spend a month with my dad and then a month with my grandfather and, you know, see my sisters mm-hmm. all the time it's been great um we have a new family member added to the fam so mm-hmm. that's been great being a new auntie and a new yeah. joy of yeah. life um she's so cute and literally just brings sunshine and happiness to my life right now um which is definitely needed mm-hmm. um so honestly I've been living through her because yes. <laughs> everything else is wild so right. Yeah. Right. Understood. Understood. So we'll get we'll get into that a little bit of I'm going to actually ask each of you what you were doing um, before COVID kind of, you know, threw this monkey wrench in into our lives. But I'm going to go around and just kind of see everybody else is doing today. So, Crystal, I will get right back to you. Um, So next I'm going to do Bria, Miss Bria Williams. How are you doing, my dear? Hey, I am good. I am home just like Crystal in the DMV. Um, and it's been really great to just have this time with my family. Like, I haven't been home this long since college, and I graduated back in 2015. So it's been great to just, like, see my parents and see my grandparents, see my aunts, uncles. Um, yeah, and just kind of sit tight and breathe. I'm, honestly, I'm having a really good time. <laughs> I'm cool with it. Mm-hmm. Understood, understood. So thank you, Bria. Um, next, let's go with Miss Asha Brownie Gordon. How are you doing, hun? Hey, you know, I'm I'm existing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, like uh being home is nice and crazy simultaneously. I you know, my dad's getting up there in the age, so I'm glad that I'm home to help out. Um, and then of course my nephew, I am really glad I haven't really gotten to hang out with him in five years and he's five years old now um like I was on a ship when he was born and now I'm actually like hanging out with him at least once twice a week and it's just so nice getting to know him like we're buddies and that's like one of the best things and also being home um to see my friends and my closest friends like throughout my entire life that's really awesome too but it's it's a roller coaster, you know? You start out one day feeling really optimistic and then something happens because it's 2020 and not so much. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. yeah, I think we all agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Thank you, Asha. Mm-hmm. Um, and next, let's see. I'm going to go with Miss Brenda Braxton. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I am taking it one nanosecond at a time. You know, it's it's interesting because... I have a really, really small family, and um, my mom is up is, is in New York here with me, but she's up in Washington Heights, so I've just been, you know, trying to get up there as much as I can. I can't really be in her apartment with her, but we do try to take walks. Um, my only other family is in Sacramento, so I haven't been able to, of course, get out there, but, you know, just taking it one day at a time, trying to stay busy, trying to stay spiritually grounded and and keep in touch with as many people as you can, which is so fabulous to be able to do things like this. And I am definitely zoomed out, but it's nice to to have Zoom (laughs) that you can see folks. But I do appreciate, uh, Ayana, that we don't have to see each other right now at this (laughs) of the day. And I love you ladies. I always look at our picture and go, okay, that that was the, the the thing right there. I wanted to say a different mm-hmm. word, but that you know, that was a, a magical time on our Norwegian Escape. So, thank you for bringing us together. It was, it was, and you're welcome. You're so welcome. It is. It was such a magical time, Brenda. Like mm-hmm. it, looking at those pictures, you're just like, oh yeah, that was magic. Yeah, like absolutely. that was ma- literal magic. Absolutely, yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing, Brenda. And yes, I'm tired of Zoom as well. And also, I didn't want to have to be camera ready. So that's why this podcast is just audio. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. I don't want to do it. Oh, you're welcome. You are all very welcome. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) And next, actually, well, since you want to speak up, Miss Leandra Ellis-Gaston, you're up next. How are you doing, hon? I'm doing good. I'm excited to be in the room with these women. Um, No, life has been a journey over these last few months. It's been a lot of time with my husband, and that has been amazing, obviously. And I got a new puppy. So, what? Yes, his name is Otis, and he is a ball of energy. Um, yes, I named him an old dog name on purpose, people. <laughs> we just bring back the good names, okay? Well, his name is Otis. What's well, crazy? We were gonna get like a little, um, a little tan dog, and we're gonna name him Dusty. And then we fell in love with this black dog. And Kyle was like, "You can't name no black dog Dusty." And I was like, "You are so right." And so then we decided on the name Otis, but life has been, it has been a crazy journey these last few months, a lot of discovery, but all good things like in a sea of trouble or in a time of famine like this, I'm grateful for the moments, like you said, like Crystal said with the family, Brie with the family, um, it brings us, brings me back to a good center for the next level of life. So yeah, I'm doing great. Mm -hmm. Good. Good, good, good. And you have a new puppy. Ooh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> and now I would like to turn to Miss Iman Ayana Barnes. How are you doing, my dear? Hello. I am doing okay. You know, it like everybody said, same sentiment. It's been such a roller coaster and such a whirlwind of emotions. And some days you're like, yes, you're optimistic and you're like, 
ready to hit it hard. And then the next day you're like, girl, where is the ice cream and the wine and the margaritas? <laughs> Thank oh, you, mine. Thank you. Oh, you. Yes. you know, like, and just finding a balance of good and not so great. And let me take a time, like take some time to step back and reflect and, you know, visit family when it's safe to and when you just need to Zoom. I think it's just like, for me, I've just tried to find balance because we don't know what's happening. We don't know where we're going. Like none of that is set in stone. You're kind of planning for the future, but also like having three plans because you're like, well, if this doesn't happen, then what are the other things I can do? So I think mm-hmm. this the past seven months have kind of just been like finding balance in a crazy life as much as, you know, as much as possible. Right. Right. That makes sense. I mean, that's that's all our sentiment, finding that balance. And and I'm glad you brought up that point of like, oh, I'm going to have plans for the future, but I'm going to have three of them because I don't mm-hmm. actually know what's going to happen. Oh, my God. It is so crazy. Like you think one thing and you're like, oh, well, that is, I mean, think about it. We were all like, yeah, it'll be like two months and we'll just be back and stuff. Uh And here we are seven months later. So Mm -hmm. what do we do? You know, so just planning. Just right. Just planning. That makes sense. That makes sense. Thank you for that. And so I would ask each of you ladies, I know that everybody was doing things before um, COVID hit. So I know Crystal, you were on the Hamilton tour and Bria, you were in Mean Girls and mm-hmm. Iman, you were dancing and personal training and Leandra, you were in Tina on Broadway and Asha was on a ship. And I know Brenda, you were about to get back on a ship and it was just, everybody had all of these plans. And so I want to ask each of you, COVID has forced us to shift And so was there a time in your life before this that you chose to shift because we are now forced to, but you chose to shift because you knew that it was something you had to do. Like things would not turn out well if I didn't shift my mindset or shift the way I took care of myself or just shifted, you know, I'm not going to audition for these people no more because I don't want to work with them, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Um, that real time yeah Yeah. yeah, so I will start with anybody want to volunteer for us or I can just pick people I kind of like being caught off guard guard. (laughs) the remaining of the interview okay go ahead Ayana I, yes. I think my major shift was to to join the the Norwegian escape that was one of my major mm-hmm. shifts I never thought that I would go on a cruise ship for eight nine months and mm-hmm. so that was a, a major shift for me I'm glad I did it but that was a major shift but th- that was a still a, a kind of a voluntary shift this covid you know pandemic thing is is <laughs> crazy it, it's None of us saw this coming and we were not prepared for it, whether it was financially, mentally, spiritually, physically, we just mm-hmm. were not prepared for it, you know? Um, so that was, that was my major shift in, I would say like the last five, six, seven years. So. Right. Yeah. I would love to piggyback off of Brenda because that actually was a major shift for me as well, because 
before anything musical theater, I just worked with like small concert dance companies and Mm -hmm. I was doing shows at immersive theater and training and sleeping for four hours. And I was just like, I need to do something different. I want to still be performing, but I need to get out of the city because I'm going to scream if I don't. So I took the ship job and that was like a time for me to really be like, are you going to miss out on anything? Do you need this time? Do you need this space? And I just decided to do it. I'm so glad I did. But that was a a crazy period in my life, which what five years ago about. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Yes. Any anybody else off of that? Because I I can actually chime in on that as well. I never thought I was going to be doing a cruise ship. Never thought. I was like a cruise ship. What? What? No. No. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Literally, I was like, mm mm. Right. And then I did, and then I met you, wonderful ladies. So there's that. You know, yeah. like. Yeah, honestly, you know, I I'm the one that actually always wanted to be on a cruise ship. <laughs> yeah, like I actually remember who was it? I think I think it was actually Brenda that one said she one said she was like, "You a special kind of black girl." <laughs> wanted to get on the ship. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and just be flying by the seat of your pants, and that's actually been like um, pivoting for me has been the story of my life. Like I'm mm-hmm. always pivoting. Like one second mm-hmm. I'm working at a theme park, like with Dolly Parton and stuff, and then the next second I'm like, you know, a children's character. And then um, I was like, okay, cruise ships. And then after that, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the other side of the country and just, you know, do Avenue Q. So like shifting is kind of always the thing. And then when I'm not performing, I'm like, I'll wait tables, I'll sling mm-hmm. coffee, mm-hmm. I'll, you know, pick up trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, Asha, that sounds like you. <laughs> I picked up trash once, but I don't think that's what you. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> oh my goodness! Y'all are hilarious. Oh, <laughs> hilarious! And I miss it. I miss y'all so much. The comedy Me too. The comedy, y'all. The comedy is just it, you. You can't write half of the things that happen. But you can't, you can't write it. Uh oh. It's crazy. You talk about like pivot shifts, and I feel like I can relate to everybody on the cruise ship. Um, that was such a huge adjustment. When I got on the ship, I had this one idea or concept about what kind of performer I wanted to be or what kind mm. of artist I had to be to make it. Mm. Um. And it was a lot of it had to do with just like, you need to sing your face off. Then you get into a show after midnight and you're working with dancers all the time. And you're like, well, you should probably learn how to do that. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you should probably learn how to um, do a little sachet, how to beret across the floor. Come on, terminology. Come yeah. on. You know, you know, I'm just saying I learned that um on 3.0 after midnight girls. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um but anyways, I just think that was a big pivot. I mean, that pivot changed my career. Um mm-hmm. and so that would be have to be a time I can remember, like that was a pivot before quarantine. Right. Right. And and going off of that, that pivot was big and changed your career because you've now been dance captain twice. Yeah. yeah. What if you didn't take right. that precedent when we were on the ship to learn it? Like, sis, you out here being whole dance captains for Broadway shows. It's insane. <laughs> it's insane. It, it is a lesson that anything you have planned, the journey for what that is is so much better than your plan. 
Um, mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like, I don't even know how it happens. Like, I really can't explain it. But I go, I don't know. Like, we did after midnight. And I was taking class, obviously, with um, Brie and Crystal down in the little that place with the mirror. What's that place with the mirror? You find yourself being like, I want to do scrunch. Like, I can do a scrunch. And so it started with me wanting to do a scrunch, me wanting to dance with everybody in the crew bar, me wanting to be fit. It's like Iman and Eric over there always on a pull-up bar. And I'm like, <laughs> do a push-up. You know, (laughs) it changed. Like, I just, I was eager to want to do it. Then you work with Brenda, who's like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to send you down and give you leg at 60 and be like, like, you know, I look better than you. And all I use is Vaseline, you know, to keep my skin Wait, is that real? That's real. Wait, you only use Vaseline? Yeah. Man, I need to throw my cocoa butter out. Brenda only uses Vaseline. Always use Vaseline. Mm. Y'all, that skin is luminous. Okay, I'm sorry. It is luminous. It's luminous. It's quite like it's luminous. But when you're around that type of energy for as long as we were around each other, it changed me and it made me like want to go into the room, being like, I got something different. I can do the step because I got rhythm. I can give you a little bit of technique, not too much, but a little bit. And then I can sing you under the grave. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. all those things kind of put me in a good place to start swinging and being a dance captain. And I know that wouldn't have happened without After Midnight. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's some real talk, though. Yeah, After Midnight 3.0, that did, like, I mean, I like I said, I was pivoting everywhere, but that was my first all back Black musical. That's what made it hugely different for me that was the biggest pivot for mm-hmm. me for it because I looked around and I was like wait you can be black in all these different ways and not just be that one black person that they like are contracted to put in there mm-hmm. Ooh, that's nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. it was like one inspiration after another after another just looking around a room yeah I mean mm-hmm. and for me like I learned so much being on the ship I never knew singing was in my path at all (laughs) um and come to find out I was understudying uh you know Lee in singing all those songs and I was like you really want me to do this and I don't know um and I just remember like just being surrounded by all of y'all and Daryl and everyone else on the ship and just you guys really helped me find my voice and you know, which led me to audition for a lot of other musical theater shows. Like Iman, I was doing a bunch of concert dance before the cruise ship, never knew I was going to end up on anybody's cruise mm-hmm. um, doing the do. But, <laughs> um, you know, it really changed, you know, what I thought was going to be the pathway for me after graduating college. Um, yeah. And then, you know, years later you know we're here but it's it I just I never knew I could sing and then I had to sing in front of a microphone (laughs) in front of the cast and I was like shaking and I was like I don't know if I can do this and then towards the end of the ship you know singing background in um, Daryl's show it was just it was just so 
like mind blowing and it changed the idea of what I thought my career was going to be um, after graduating college. So very grateful for 3.0 because probably wouldn't be where I'm at if it wasn't for y'all. So. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So all of us, myself included, have to thank After Midnight 3.0 for, you know, where we were at prior to COVID, um, (laughs) the past that our careers have taken. Because I ditto every single statement that you ladies have said. Like, Asha, I literally remember looking around and going, God, I love these women. And like Mm -hmm. this they empower me and inspire me. And even if I don't tell them on a daily, just looking at them and being in their presence, you know, and there was a point that I was like, oh, I wish I had this like Asha or I wish I had this like Leandra or I wish I had this like Crystal. And I remember getting off the ship and like going through each woman and going, no, Ayana, you already possess all of these things you wish you had that they possess. This was a time Mm -hmm. for it to show you that you possessed all of these things. I think one no. of the things that I really liked about 3.0 was the camaraderie. Uh, I was going yeah. through some photos the other day, and I don't know if y'all remember this, but Leandra was washing, I think, Crystal's hair in the shower in the dressing room. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> oh my yes. In the dressing room. Yes. And it just warmed my heart to see the camaraderie that took place with 3.0. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it was, it, yes, it was, it was great for our careers, but to have all of these women, for one thing, getting along, and then the whole company pretty much getting along, you know, mm-hmm. even with the little problems here and there, everyone still respected each other and, and had mm-hmm. a kind of love that had, had, didn't have anything to do with our talents. It just had to do with the mm-hmm. fact that we respected mm-hmm. each other. And we 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 had our own love for one another, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think about that a lot. Um, so I think about that a lot because when I joined the cast, I was definitely reluctant to making friends just because I felt like it was I was you know I was going there to do a job and I wanted to go home. Quite frankly, and then the way like the relationships with each and every one of you blossom. Like I search for that in everything now. And sadly, I just have Mm. not found it. And I think that it's safe to say what we had was very beautiful. It was special. Um, And I think it might be a once in a lifetime thing because I've never felt just like a true sisterhood, a true sisterhood. And um, I think about you all every day and I'm so grateful for you all. And I'm also so grateful that you all like forced me out of my little shell. I don't know why I would like that, but um, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for you ladies. Uh, Me too. It's kind of funny to think about you talking about a shell, Bria. Right. (laughs) Bria in a shell? What are you talking about? She was in a shell shell and she came out of it. Mm -hmm. She came out of it? I mean, shell is like, what what I'm realizing by myself, and there's nothing wrong with it, it's like, I am very, like, I'm an introvert and I'm antisocial. Like I'm just, I'm not a, a big, like out there kind of person unless it's people who I love and trust. And I just didn't, I wasn't there yet. And so when I walked in, I very much had that attitude. And I also didn't feel like I needed to open up. I was like, I just need to hit the step. I've done this show twice now. I just want to get paid and go home, you know? And then it became so much more than that. So I'm I think it also just makes the experience more enjoyable that way. Like, because yes, it is a job, 
and we're here to do our job and we're all going to do our job well, but we're, we're living with each other. Right. So mm-hmm. to just create that sense of like community and family is really nice because like all you guys said, it doesn't happen all the time. And a lot of times it is hard, especially with a bunch of women, like it can get really yeah. bad. And like Rena said, maybe there were little things that happened here and there, but because we still had respect for each other, it, it went smoothly and it was great. And those little things were a lot like, it, it was just so family, man. Like the, yeah. it, was, it was nothing you couldn't get over. Right. Because exactly. I'm like, we gonna have a fight today? Okay. And right. then the next day you realize, you're like, you know what? I was a little overdramatic. Right. I was much. <laughs> 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 you're like, actually, I checked myself right. and like, we're good. Mm-hmm. You know, like, right. I even mean it like that. So right. it's fine. I'm gonna I'm lay you out real quick, and we go. I'm gonna see you in a couple hours on the beach. Like, yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay, right. That's exactly Where it. Where you going to get that Wi-Fi? I'm exactly. Yes. Right. Right. <laughs> That's funny. That's comedy. Oh That's my god. Right. Oh god. That's so many so good times true. on the beach together. <laughs> So much. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. And mm-hmm. Barefoot Buddha. Yes. Is yes. That the place? Barefoot Buddha. Oh my yes. gosh. Yes. Yes. I was out there trying to look like Brenda, Ayana, Lee, trying to get y'all chocolate. Mm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I remember one time Ayana came out of the water looking like dark, dark chocolate, and everybody went, hmm. Yes. Good stuff. I love it. Marquita used to be mad. Do you ever think we would really be missing the, the, you know, the ship? Because so much of the time also were like, okay, if you don't get me off of this ship, I'm gonna gonna draw my off. But oh my god, such a, 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 it was just it was an experience that you look back on, and now it's like, wow, I should have taken a moment. I should have taken more of a moment to be thankful for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a lot to be thankful for, but y'all, as somebody who just kept going back over and over and over again, <laughs> it's nice being not being yeah. on the ship. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. That makes sense. That makes so much sense, Asha. But it is. I. I'm gonna say this because I'm gonna I'm gonna move on to another topic. Um, but mm-hmm. I will wrap this up with basically like, yes, Brenda, you're absolutely right. I can say for myself that I did not appreciate it fully when I was on the ship, but mm-hmm. that it's, I, what I appreciate is this friendship and camaraderie and sisterhood that we have that came out of this cast of After Midnight and that we'll always have. And, you know, like Bria said, like, girl, I might have to lay you out, but then, okay, where are we going to get dinner? Cause I'm hungry. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Okay. okay. It also so. makes you realize that when you're now, it it makes you take more um more stock of of everything you do now too because you, mm, yeah. you realize oh i should have paid more attention to that so now when i go into this next situation i'm going to take the time to pay more attention and to get more out of it and to you know just to be more observant of where i am and and how i feel mm-hmm. moving mm-hmm. forward mhm that makes sense. That makes sense. And and that's a perfect segue, actually, um, in terms of moving forward. Has anybody been able to, you know, continue their creative spark in this time? I know that everybody is at varying um, spaces where some are like, nah, girl, I'm just sitting on the couch. Or like, I know, Iman, you started a YouTube channel. So I know that people are at varying stages of their creativity right now in 2020 and keeping it going, you know, and pivoting, literally pivoting in 2020 and going, 
okay, what can I do? The stage is not an option now. What can I do? Um, so actually, I'm going to start with Iman, and I'm going to have you talk about, you know, what you are doing right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, personal training and group fitness has always been like my, I guess, side job. And when we first started quarantine, I was just like, well, I can't teach class. Let me just like, I don't know, my friends want to do something still. Let me post on Instagram and like do short classes. And then IGTV was like, you have a 15 minute limit. And I was like, okay, I need longer. So that's kind of how the YouTube channel started. I just wanted to give people a free way to keep moving and stay positive. And I know for me, like the more I kind of stay busy, the less I think too deeply about what's going on. And also just like, a nice sweat is really good to just kind of get you moving during the day. Um, so yeah, with that, I just, I guess I just continued and didn't stop. And then maybe like two months ago, I was like, I'm doing the YouTube, you know, lane and it's been fun. It's really nice to just create weekly and be able to share that and get feedback on like what people like and don't like. Um, but yeah, I've just, I don't know. I mean, to keep busy and to stay creative, that's been a way, especially since we can't be on stage right now. Um, and I look forward to continuing it. And hopefully, you know, the audience is still there for it. But it kind of just started because I needed more time than 15 minutes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's been fun. It's been really fun. So I'm looking forward to moving forward with it, especially since we don't know when we're going to be back on stage. And it's just another way to connect with people. And it goes off, y'all. Her workout is top notch. Oh, thank you. It is. It is. (laughs) And they're so short. So, like, and that's the other thing. It's just because it's a weird time where, like, we have a lot of free time. (laughs) 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 They are just say amen. Um, (laughs) You had 15 minutes. That's what I feel like. You had 15 minutes. Just get a little pump in, a little ab, a little sweat, a little stretch, and then you're done. You know, like it's not a whole hour. Girl, you'd be like, again. (laughs) (laughs) And she never, she don't be counting. I'm like, are we doing 8, 15? I need to know before we start. So I can listen to the No, you know, you don't lie, okay? This is what you do. And we're like, you guys can go another 10 seconds. You'll be fine. And that's kind of what we do. That's no. it. There's no and I do numbers. You just keep doing You're worse than anybody, Iman. Because you, right, you like, don't work out with Iman. It's just, it's going to make you hurt. Iman be yeah. like, okay, 10 seconds, 10 seconds. Okay, I think you got five more, five more, five more. Five more, five more. I think you got five more. Five more. Right. Five more. Here's the thing. You guys are all used to it because you've all been in dance class when the teacher says one more time and one more right. time means you have another half an hour. Yes. Right. Right. <laughs> right. You are oh right. You are right, Yvonne. That's so fair. But yes, thank you. Thank you for sharing. I'm so proud of you. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you guys for all like uh, putting up with my workouts and things. Like I love to try things and I'm glad you guys are here for it. So um, thanks for my start into that. Yeah, the results nice. are there. Of course. So I'm going to do it. You going you to do it, Bria? Yeah, the results are there. I see the results. So I'm like, I know I'm going to be mad, but I'm going to do it because I like <laughs> I like what I feel like afterwards. I like what I see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what we want. We want the results. We want to feel yeah. good. And that's the thing. It's just like, especially in this quarantine time, 
do what makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. You know, like workout is not a punishment. It's just to make you feel good. And if 10 minutes makes you feel good, then do the 10 minutes. I think mm-hmm. you need a three minute senior citizen. <laughs> I'll I'll work on um creating a three minute for you, Brenda personally. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I've been in a workout class with Miss Brenda. She's fine. <laughs> I know. No, I used to be fine. She used to be acting like she's not there and she's there. I used to be fine. This pandemic, I've been sitting on my sofa a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Understood. Well, actually, Miss Brenda, I okay, wait, what, which direction do I want to go in? I have two people to talk to. Okay, so Crystal, let me go with Crystal first, actually. Uh-oh. You were going to get your Pilates certification this year, weren't you? Yes. Um, it was something I've actually been thinking about for some time. And then because life was, you know, crazy and hectic, which, you know, I miss. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of, you know, it was that I, I didn't have time to, or I would always just say, Oh, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. Um, and now because we have nothing but time, um, mm-hmm. I'm just like, why not? Why not just, uh, dive into it, do it. Um, it is on the pricier side, but, um, I think, you know, it's something, it, it's something that I'm interested in. Um, it's good to have. Um, it's something that I can use even when the world does open back up. Um, and yeah, so I've been, I'm looking into two different ones as of right now, um, but both have programs starting in January. So I will be starting that in January. Yay. Yay. Congrats. Congrats. Thanks. Yes. Okay. So now I got to get your mom's workouts and now I got to go, go to class with Crystal and Pilates. on, On YouTube. Um, I don't know yet. You know, I'm, I don't know how I'm, I'm nervous about the whole YouTube thing. Um, <laughs> hats off to everyone that does it, Iman. You know, honestly, the whole editing that, that it stresses me out, but you know, um, you know, it's easier than you think it, it's, it's work, but it's easier than you think. So when you're ready, trust me, you'll, it, you just fall into it. You fall into it. And YouTube University, girl, you learn as you go along. <laughs> and that's really what I'm doing. I'm learning what? as I go along. I'm so, still yeah, maybe maybe YouTube. Audition. What happened? My agent. I said, I'm still struggling to figure out how to edit my audition tapes to send to my agent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no way. Okay. <laughs> but, no, yeah, maybe YouTube down the line. Um, You know, I know everyone is zoomed out. So we'll see how we um, feel come, like, the end of January, February, but yeah, so stay tuned for that. Yes, cool. yay, Pilates. Cool. And now I want to circle back to Miss Brenda. Yeah, she was talking about sitting on her couch, Ooh. but you've been sitting on your couch looking real pretty because you are out here hosting a show called Stars in the House. Okay, yeah, yeah, Radeski show. Okay, okay, <laughs> you, ste- you stepped in. You stepped in. Well, that kind of fell in my lap because I was a guest of his once. And then he was like, I need Mm -hmm. you to be back on. I was like, okay. So I went back Mm -hmm. on. And then he was like, I need you to host for for, uh, Monday. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay. (laughs) And then he was like, okay, I need you to do two months. I was like, all right, wait a minute now. 
<laughs> I found that I I really enjoyed it. The the only challenge was I was doing everything myself. You know, um, Bria and Iman talk about that whole editing and all that. But yeah. I'm getting better yeah. at that. Thank God for iMovie. I'm getting better at mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Movie is wonderful. Um, yes. So I kind of feel like okay, I might try and do a spinoff of my own. You know, once mm-hmm. I finish with Seth to try and do my own act two now what spinoff. So that's what I'm trying to work on now. So I might be calling you Ebon and Bria for this YouTube. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, YouTube is like crazy to me. So, mm-hmm. but that, yeah. But see, that's still sitting mm-hmm. on your sofa and you only yeah. have to <laughs> waist up. See? Right. And put a yeah. lash on. So see, I've been just sitting here. <laughs> A lip and a lash, honey. A lip line and lash. Yes, yes, I love it. I love it. And Miss Leandra, I know that you are now a part of something called Bold. Would you like to give me a little explanation? Yeah, so I am a part of an organization called I Am a Bold Woman, which is a organization that builds up black women in the performing arts for the restoration of culture. Um, it has been, those are the fancy words. It really just has been inspiring. And how can we help our black women in this time? It's an organization that focuses on black women for black women by black women. Um, it's crazy. There's time I found that that was so important to me and I had no idea, you know, that, but I think I should have known because I've, did after midnight and I ended up doing, you know, beautiful with black women. So there's been so many of those little things where I just have formed a passion for black women and how they actually can change the world. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, I think we saw that in the election and we see that every day. Um, So yeah, I work primarily with the organization on um, we're fundraising right now. So our goal is $10,000 and I work on healing of the body and mm-hmm. how black women should go to therapy and how we should seek help for, you know, making sure mm-hmm. that we are keeping ourselves together since we always seem to have to keep the world together. <laughs> right. All right. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you. Mm, That's true talk. We'll get into that actually in a second. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And Miss Bria, I know that you were on Mean Girls on Broadway, but you were also working on a side project, just your uh, your interior design business. Correct. Are you still working on that right now or you've kind of put that on the shelf? Um, Actually, I am still doing that. Um, I've had one client, though, um, during this, well, actually, two um, during this pandemic. So I did a virtual um, staging with a client in Florida, and then I did my best friend's apartment here in Washington, D.C. Um, I'm trying to, you know, force my mom to allow me to do her hair studio, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> but um, also, my brother and I are going into an investment property um, together, and that's really nice. exciting, and I'm doing all of the design and everything for that. So I am, um, while I want more clients, I'm just kind of just ramping up my energy to really like focus on that and really get into the nitty gritty of different types of projects with the house um, and expand my clientele because I've been doing a lot of apartments and um, theaters, Um, not theaters, but theater dressing rooms. So I'm excited to like finally transition into homes because that's what I've always wanted to do. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
nice. Come on. I'm moving again, Bria. So, you know, you got to come back to the city to help a sister out. Yes. Wait, when? When? When are you moving? Um, in the new year. So, yeah. you know, we got to we got to undo this. Bria did my whole apartment, y'all. So, no sis is good. She did. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's gorgeous, yeah. I've learned a lot, though, since then. So, it'll be much better. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Asha, mm-hmm. I know that you said you are at home and you are, you know, loving on your nephew, loving on your family. Um, but you wanted me to shout out your friend who's actually giving voiceover classes. Oh, so voice lesson me classes. Voice, yes. Excuse me, voice lesson, my bad. Your friend who's giving voice lesson classes. Yeah, like not to be a downer, but like for me when I, so the quarantine was cool at first and then my pivot was just going back to work at the restaurant, which I like because it keeps me moving and it's fun and also like hard. It just, you know, it keeps me in a, in a hustling mode, which I kind of like. But when it comes to artistic stuff, It's kind of been difficult for me to focus Mm -hmm. on artistry just because it makes me feel sad. Is anybody else feeling that a little? Yeah, Yeah. 100%. Okay, okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, like it's just sometimes like I'll I'll sing a little to myself and I'll be like, wow, I miss that feeling. And um, Mm -hmm. also with it being so unknown. But then my girl, um, Lenora Green is her name. I went to college with this girl. This girl has a voice that I... Like, it's just, she's a, a classical singer, uh, soprano, beautiful, um, and she's doing some, you know, really inexpensive voice lessons. So if anybody wants to tone up of it, you know, she has um, her own, like, like her own situation going on where it's $45 per lesson or $160 for a month. And her um, her uh, email is greenroomstudios, LLC. Um, and it's spelled like green, like the color room studios, LLC at gmail.com. If you're interested or if anyone's interested that, that's listening, wants some like cute, cheap lessons from somebody who's very qualified. She's a doctor. Um, I want to shout her out because she is really like somebody that I'm like, oh, that's something that I can at least give to the world to promote some more artistry. But for me, yeah, um, waiting the tables, like I'm just kind of trying to hustle, hustle, hustle until life kind of dro- that's how I've always, always, you know, worked. I'm like, you know, I'm like, okay, I'll let life just guide me to, back to whatever. And actually, I just got a text message from a friend asking me if I wanted to submit for Oda May and Ghost. So I don't know. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so we, like, who knows what might happen. But right now, it's all about that hustle. But that's my friend. Y'all can look at her if you want some voice lessons. Yeah. Great. Right. Thank, Thank you for sharing, Asha. Mm-hmm. I will put all of her info in the show notes. So if anybody did miss that, all of the info will be in show, mo- show notes about those voice lessons, as well as I'll put info about every one of these ladies um, in the show notes so that you can get in contact with them about all the things they're doing. Um, but with that, so I wanted to ask, so, okay, Bria, you wrote something down that said, work on your craft right now, but also be okay with the stillness of being human yeah. and discovering yourself outside of a performer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, and Ooh. this has yeah. forced us to really discover ourselves. And since we're all black women here as a black woman mm-hmm. and outside of performing, I would like to ask each of you, you know, how are you doing that right now? How are you discovering yourself outside of 
the industry, because my next question will be, how do you hope the industry changes, especially looking at us Black women? How do you think it changes? But first, let me ask you, are you okay with the stillness of being a human being and finding out who we are outside of being performers? Can I answer that, Ayana? Yes, you can. So with this, because uh, I never got to talk about the um, the pivot part that you asked earlier. So it's like, I think my biggest pivot for me has been losing control because I'm a control freak and I'm learning that about myself. And every uncomfortable situation that I've put myself into, it was necessary. Um, and so I think with pivot, you have to be able to be loose and flexible and let go of control. Um, and then back to this whole idea of being a human. Um, I haven't really felt artistically inspired as a performer because like quite frankly, before all of this happened, I didn't even know if I wanted to perform anymore. So I'm just really investigating right now, who is Rhea, the pedestrian, the human. And I'm just forcing myself to truly listen to myself. And with listening comes following my intuition. Um, because I think that that's something that we run away from a lot. It's like we hear our intuition talking to us, but we're always like, mm, yeah, but that makes me feel weird and that makes me feel out of control. So I'm just going to go with what feels good. So during this entire quarantine, I've just been forcing myself to sit in uncomfortable spaces and to do the exact opposite of what I would want to do because it makes me comfortable. Um, and I think that that's important. And I've been, I have good days and I have bad days, but overall I'm just enjoying learning myself without the noise because I think especially in New York City it's easy to keep busy so you don't have to listen to the silence it's easy to run to a class run to audition run to work because you don't want to really deal with yourself um and that's that's what I appreciate about this just the time to really just heal and listen to myself and also learn myself because I I, I know Bria as the dancer as the performer I don't really know Bria as the human and so this is this has been interesting and this has been fun. It's been hard. It's been scary. But I love her. She is complex and she is interesting and she is a scared little girl and she's a strong woman. It's it's beautiful. It's scary, but it's beautiful. And I encourage everybody to sit in the stillness. It's fine. We have all our lives to work, ladies. Like, take a year. Be quiet for a year. We don't have to hustle all the time. Mm. <laughs> oh, come on, the human, right? Yes. <laughs> Preach now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anybody? And would anybody else like to add to that? Well, it's I mean, it, it, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say it's interesting because I've been in the business for forty-six years, so it's a little different. Um, I don't know that I have ever um, kind of felt any other way than who I am. I don't know if, if it's that I just just blended the two. It's it's the only thing I've ever known, the only thing I've ever done, the only mm-hmm. uh, the, the only path really that I've ever taken. So mine is just uh, it's a little different than you guys because I think you do have a a, a better platform and a bl- better better time now as younger women to acknowledge, oh yes, I need to sit in just being here. My my experience has just been 
constant, constant. I got to get up. I got to do this. I got to audition for this. I got to go there. I got to go. So, and it's only been theater. I've never, you know, I've never done anything else. I've never thought about doing anything else other than when I did B Braxton's, the, the grooming parlor for gentlemen, but I was still doing Chicago on Broadway. So I was still in that mode of, I'm still performing. Mm-hmm. I still got it. That's, that's the only thing I've ever known. But I will say, I will piggyback on what Bria said. I am good now sitting in the fact that that is who I am. You know what I mean? I'm no longer Mm -hmm. trying to prove that I'm anything other than Brenda Braxton, Lady Braxton, who is 99% of the time always on, even when she's home by herself, she's on. And that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the mirror thinking, okay, now that looks silly, but I'm going to post that anyway. You know, but I feel, I feel okay sitting in the fact that that's who I am. So piggybacking on what Bria said, just knowing that I'm okay with whoever I am right now. And I just happen to be Brenda Braxton, Lady Braxton, whatever you want to call me, the showgirl. And I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yes. Thank you, Brenda. Thank you. And Crystal, were you going to say something? Yeah, I was just going to chime in and just say, um, just to piggyback off of both Bria and um, Brenda, you know, our lives were so conditioned as performers to just go, 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 go. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, I have a job, but what can I do after this, like what, what's the, like you're constantly planning, like even when you do have a job, yeah. <laughs> you're like, great, I'm in this, I'm, 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 I'm booked, I have this, but what am I thinking of two years down the road? Like what, what's happening then? What's happening? You know, can I, can I do two gigs at a time? You know, like you're constantly going, 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 going. And with this COVID that came, it kind of was like pulling a sheet from under you because it, it, it was an immediate stop. You know, no one saw it coming. No one planned for it. Um, we had no idea. And it happened so fast. And it, mm-hmm. you know, it, it forced everyone to sit and be silenced and, and, and breathe. I think Bria said this earlier, like we were forced to just breathe. Yeah. And it, it's taught me a lot as well, you know, just being okay with being still, mm-hmm. you know, being on the road, we're constantly like, you finish the show, great. We pack up, we travel Monday, we back open on Tuesday, eight show weeks, like mm-hmm. crazy. And to have that all taken from you, it's like, well, then what? Do, not only what do I do now, but who am I now? Mm-hmm. And and discovering who, you know, you want to be and, you know, what legacy you want to leave. Even And that doesn't have to be performance-wise. Like, you can do so much as just being who you are as a human. And if that if that human being within yourself is both the performer and who you are, or if they're separate, you know, but just taking that time to discover what that means to you. Um, that's what I've been doing, like just discovering what 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 that is, you know, mm-hmm. so it's been it's been interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, right. To piggyback kind of off all of that, it's interesting I find what what Bria said to be so true about just trying to figure out how to be a human. I think that the trick in theater is you start to identify yourself by the show that you're in. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. You identify your 
your worth based on the position you are in that season. Mm. So it's like mm. every time you're introducing yourself, you got to say what show you're in. Or every mm. time somebody's talking about you, they put in a show at the back. Or you know she, you know Crystal, she in Hamilton. You know Bria, mm-hmm. she in mm-hmm. um. She ain't mean girls. You know, Leandra, she not doing nothing right now, but you know, she was in, you know, it's all, it's mm-hmm. all of that, you know, it's always mm-hmm. connected and you find yourself falling into a trap because it's hard in the industry. It makes you think because you're not in a show, you're not doing this, you're not enough. You get into that pattern. Mm-hmm. And so with COVID, it stripped away this nonsense of like a show makes you who you are when actually mm-hmm. What yeah. you do in the silent places makes you who you are. Yeah. It's just what Ooh. people put on you, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's so, it, like, I hear Bria, like, a hundred, and I hear Brenda. It's like, what makes Brenda, Brenda, actually, is that Brenda is a show girl for Brenda. Mm-hmm. Brenda's not a show girl for everybody else. You know what I mean? That's yeah. why mm-hmm. it's authentic. That's why Miss Brenda is Lady Brenda Braxton. That's why Miss Brenda, <laughs> you know, hosts the show. You know, but it took time. It took time. It definitely took time to get to that that point. So the journey that you ladies are on right now, you will get to that point. So you don't even you don't even have to worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, like we said, you just need to sit in your quiet time and decide. Okay, nope. My show doesn't define me. I'm okay with just being who I am. And if it happens mm-hmm. to be that I am this performing person, I like that. I don't mind that. You know, I, I, I it took me a long, long time because people would say to me, oh, but you got to wear lashes all the time. Oh, you got to do your nails to go grocery shopping or you got to do that. And I'm like, yes, I do. Now what? Because when I come home, mm-hmm. that's who I am too. That You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was this 24-7. This is who I am. And it took me a minute to get to that. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think in this quarantine time, I'm finding like, I want to identify as who Leandra is based on what Leandra does in her quiet moment. Yeah, Like how intelligent mm-hmm. is sis when sis is, you know, like, I don't want to have to post on Instagram. I read a hundred books this year. That's just the knowledge right. that, I, that I have in me, you know, mm-hmm. it's like those kind of things. And so I feel like this, this pivot of quarantine has helped like, uh, take off the mask that mm-hmm. we find ourselves wearing in the industry in front of people mm-hmm. constantly. And yeah. it's hard mm-hmm. to keep that. It's hard to keep it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. the mask definitely is hard to keep it up. Yep. Yeah. Yes. But if, it's, yes. if, it's, if it's you though, it's easy. If it's you naturally, it's fine. And not yeah. that I didn't find moments like that in theater. I think mm-hmm. me in a theater, me being giddy and funny, like that actually is me. But mm-hmm. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie and say that some of those moments weren't forced because I knew that's how I had to be in that environment for everybody else. Oh, that's mm. so real. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that, though. That yes. is real, Leandra. Like yeah. realizing the moments that weren't real, that were that I had to put this on to make everybody else in the room feel comfortable because yeah. I mm. might have been the only black woman or one of a few black women. So I have to. OK, let's figure this out. What do I have to put on? What mask do I have to put on right now to make other people feel comfortable? Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, Ayana, that's just so like that last part there like I'm 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 on the ride with everything everybody's saying but like making other people feel comfortable that 
is something that I, this quiet time, the quarantine, not performing, and actually doing After Midnight, of course, with y'all, it made me realize how often I was trying to make other people comfortable. Mm -hmm. And yeah, figuring out myself, what I really want to say or what I really want to do, not what's going to be the most acceptable thing in the room. That's mm-hmm. not going to make me crazy or angry or mm-hmm. outraged. That's actually something that I've been sitting with recently. And it's really strange. I didn't think that I had that kind of, because um, I am usually really happy and cheerful and giddy, but I I hate to like even put it there, but like a sadness has creeped in that I actually kind of like, because it's a facet of me I didn't realize I had. And the outrage mm-hmm. of the time, let's be honest, like what's been going on has brought me to a place where I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. Have we not been quiet enough? Have we not been put down enough? Have I not worn enough of a mask for you to not accept me at this mm-hmm. point? And now I feel like the mask is kind of crumbling for everybody, which is kind of fantastic. It's not yeah. not kind of, it is. It's great that we're getting to be real. And that's the thing. It's like you will never please everyone Mm. and it's not your job to make everybody comfortable all the time. Mm -hmm. So I think being the realist, being the most yourself, especially, you know, I mean, nobody's saying be nasty because people don't want nasty people to work with, but knowing that if you have something to say, say it in a way that um, can be heard and can be received, even if people don't agree. And that's just like a balance. It's just trying to find how far do you go and be yourself and be 100% real without having to like pretend like everything is one way just to make someone else feel better? Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. I think right. once you find your authentic self, once you mm. find a person that you can sit home and say, you know what? I like you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what everyone else thinks about you because when you show up as your authentic self, your authentic happy self, your authentic grounded self, they'll get it. They'll get it. You won't have mm-hmm. to do anything to anybody. You show up mm-hmm. who you are authentically. And mm-hmm. I, I found that, I just found that out maybe 10 years ago, maybe 10 years ago that mm-hmm. I have to show up as Brenda. Just This is who I am. Whoever's going to like me will like me. Whoever's not going to like me, they won't like me. I'm not trying to make anybody like me, but I am very happy with who I am. I'm not a nasty person, but I won't let you get away with stuff. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I try to be fair. Yeah. I try to be spiritually grounded and authentic. That's all you can do is be your authentic self. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yes, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And that actually leads me to, um, a wrap-up question. I'm going to go to each and every one of you. It's a two-fold question, but I will get um, your answers to this. And so, Brenda, you saying being being authentic, you know, my next question is, what piece of advice would you have for performers or just artists in general? And honestly, let's be very specific about Black women who are artists. Um, and then what is one thing that you hope the industry itself learns from this time? Um, And so I'm going to start with Brenda on this. I can only speak for really how I feel right now. I feel like if we can stop identifying ourselves as Black women in theater and just be the artist, yes, there's a lot of noise around us about Black, you know, Black this and Black that. Yes. 
But I think we first need to, to take it from the point of I'm an actor, I'm a singer, I'm a dancer, or actor, singer, dancer, or whatever. I'm a performer, and I am just as good as anybody else, no matter what color they are, what, what nationality they are, I'm just as good as anybody else. Because I feel like sometimes we get stuck in that, ourselves get stuck in that stigma of, I'm a black woman on Broadway, I'm a black woman. And yes, it is constantly in your face, but it's what you also hold in your mind and in your spirit. So yeah, you're gonna you show up as a black woman. That's what we are. No matter what, you look at us, yo, that's a black woman. Okay. But if you mm-hmm. if you concentrate more on your artistry instead of getting stuck with I'm a black woman trying to, to get this done. I think that's number one. Um, what was the second part, Ayana? It was just it was just a word of advice to, oh, you know, performers and artists. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Now this is this is something that <laughs> that Vanessa Carroll used to say to us all the time, and it's true in in theater life, but I find it true in just regular life. Do not be seduced or reduced by the audience. Meaning mm. that when you're performing, you know what you can do. When you're living, you know who you are. No one coming into your world, into your sphere, should make you feel less than reduced, or you should not be seduced by, oh, you're fabulous. You're good. Oh girl, you are so fitness thing. You are so good. You should not be seduced by all of that either. So if you keep mm-hmm. that in mind, do not be seduced or reduced by the audience or seduced or reduced by people in life. Period. Period. Once you figure out who you are, don't let people, you know, try to say, oh, you are so fierce, girl, and try and get into your sphere. Or mm-hmm. what are you doing? I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, if, if that's the way you want to do it. Nope. Mm-mm. Yeah, this is who I am, boo. Okay. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> and if you have to oh, walk away, okay. walk away. You know, but don't let anyone mm-hmm. steal your joy of your life, of your livelihood, mm. who you are, period. Done. Mm-hmm. You know. Whether it's show business, men, uh, boyfriends, little baby baby animals, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's my story. Oh, <laughs> All right. She said that's her story. She's sticking to it. Okay. Oh. Well, then next, Bria, I'm going to ask you the same questions. What do you hope? is something the industry learns and what piece of advice, if you have any that you would give to other artists? Um, in terms of what I would like to see is, um, I guess kind of like going off of, um, a little bit off of what Brenda said, um, this idea of, you know, of blackness just being the most important thing at the forefront of who we are as artists and performers. Um, I think because that is talked about so much, um, it's highlighted. And instead of, just only because I think that that's very important and that's how I walk through life. It's like, I am a black woman, but like outside of that, um, I just, I want to see us like reflected on television or on stage the way I see us in life. So it's like, I think that not, I think I know for a fact is like we are a lot of times typecast. It's like, this is what you can and will do because it's period appropriate or it goes with, you know, who you are, what you look like, X, Y, Z. I'm tired of that. Like, I want to see people who look like me being doctors, being lawyers, being everything, being a princess. Like, I, 
it's it's, it's time, and I'm just I'm I'm ready for us to return to just a more colorful, a more color colorful world um, on television and on on the stage. So um, a lot of theaters and a lot of you know casting directors and directors are talking about you know what they're gonna do and you know uh, the whole Black Lives Matters. I just I want to see the work. I just want to see the work and I want to see the consistency and I want to see the accountability. So that's what I'm looking forward to when I return. And then in terms of advice, um, I I live by this and I stick by it. And I just think that um, it's important to ask questions, to never be scared to ask questions and to learn and to just remain humble because you're always teachable. I don't care how, how old you are, how long you've been in the business, how young you are, things you've done, things you didn't do, like, my entire career has been asking questions. Like a lot of times I don't know what I'm doing. I never thought that I would be here. Never, never. I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm not scared to ask questions. Even if all the other girls in the dressing room are laughing at me, I don't care. I'm going to ask the question because I want to know what I'm doing. I want to feel comfortable and I want to be the best at my job, at least the best that I can be. So just always ask questions. And it's okay to not to be, it's okay not to be the smartest gal in the room. And that is fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for that, Bria. Um, and I'm going to ask these same questions to Crystal. Um, I think one thing that I would advise to give to take away, um, you know, just take it day by day. And I, I know I when I when this quarantine first happened, I was like, oh my god. Like I think Iman said this, you know, no one thought it was going to be as long as it, as it is. You know, everyone was thinking, oh, two weeks, a month, we'll be back. So I'm like, great, I need to work out every day. You know, eat right, boom, 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 and I burnt out very quickly. Um, and it's been hard. It's been hard, and I and I'm constantly thinking. You know, I think the first notice we got. Um, as far as like when to return, it was like, oh, we'll return in March. Then it was June. Now it's God knows when, you know? And it's like, my mind at first was like, okay, I can make it into March. I can make it until then. And now it's like, let me just stop thinking about the months ahead and think about today. Crystal, what do you want to do today? What are your goals that you want to check off your list today? Is it just watching Netflix? Then be okay with that. Is it, you know, catching up on your show? Be okay with that. Is it taking a class? And then you want to do a lot of other stuff after that, then okay. But like go with day by day, minute by minute. You know, we can't control what happens tomorrow. You know, we can only control the present right now. And mm-hmm. I think that's been helping me um, because it was getting really hard. And, you know, I was talking to Lee and a few of my other friends and just like saying like, I don't know. I don't know if I can, like, I don't know how to get through this. And in a sense, no one does. Like we've never done this. So mm-hmm. it's been just really hard. And I've just been telling myself day by day, you know, what is Crystal, what do you want to do today? And what's going to make you happy today? Um, so if that works for you, then I, you know, I give that to you as well. Um, something that I hope, you know, that the industry can learn from this, you know, I, 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 I would love to see, you know, as Bria said, I would love to see uh, black women be represented the way we should, but I also want to see it behind the stage. I want to see, you know, company managers look like us. I want to see, 
people call you know lighting designers look like look like us um stage managers because they're out there you know Mm -hmm. one of my good friends is a lighting designer they're out there i don't want to hear oh they're hard to find they're not they're out there and they're qualified honestly some more uh people of color than the ones you have Mm -hmm. you know so it's like give us the opportunities give us the the chances to, to be in these rooms and make these decisions. You know, I don't want to hear, oh, they're hard to find because they're not. We're out there. We exist. The same way y'all could y'all be so quick to find your token black girl or black boy when you need them for the play or the show. You know, you can find those company managers and those lighting designers and those stage managers and the people and those casting directors. They're out there. So I want to, that's what I want to see. I want to see I want to see that. And I want to see them like everyone is committing to, oh, I commit and I sign this petition and do all of that. I want to see the work, you know, actions speak louder mm-hmm. than words. And that's what I want to see. I don't want to see, oh, I'm posting a black square on my Instagram. You know, I right. want we, we need to see the work. Mm-hmm. So right. that's what I want. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah. now, um, Asha, I'm going to ask you those questions as well. Um, I just want to see a little bit human, a little bit more humanity in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so often mm-hmm. your, I mean, cattle call basically sums it up. You know, you're just a piece that fits into this puzzle exactly right and just so. And you know, I think art has been pushing boundaries. They've been trying to make things more colorful. But then sometimes I'm wondering, I'm like, but do you know why you're doing that? (laughs) Why are you doing that? Is it because for a human reason or because it's what sells right now? I don't know. So I'm hoping that we can get past, actually maybe to go more towards what Miss Brenda said, past the color issue to just find the artist that fits right and promote them to be an artist. That's what I want the industry to do, to just find artists and the colors don't even matter. Like true colorblindness would be wonderful if we could actually achieve that from what we're going through right now. That would be amazing. Um, and advice to other other people, other artists, affirm yourself. Like I, I, I'm very much so like, it, it's been so hard. Like what Crystal said, it's just, you know, I took for granted that I was working pretty consistently. I was so happy. I was like really, really lucky. And now sitting in this place where um, I'm not sure about Asha, the performer versus Asha, the person, I'm still trying to figure it out. And I'm, I'm learning every day what that means. And something that I do know is I need to affirm myself. I'm trying to take that advice where, you know, like, like if it means you have to tell yourself a little lie to get to, what is it? Fake it till you make it. Like if you have to tell yourself a little lie to make sure that you know how correct you actually are. Um, like don't ever let yourself down. Like that's what I truly mean. Every time you're like, maybe not, maybe a little, you know, iffy about what your actual choice is. Just knowing that you're great, that you will accomplish it, that you will do it. Putting that out into the universe, putting that into yourself promoting that you are worthy of everything the world has to offer. That is what I actually do want to give as advice to everyone because it's the truth. Everyone deserves and will not be passed up on what you actually are meant for. So just keep affirming yourself and believing in yourself. Hmm. 
Thank you, Asha. Mm -hmm. Thank you. That was beautiful. And I'm going to go to Iman now. Yeah, I'll start with some advice is to just find all the things that you love to do and make them happen. Because, you know, we've all spoken about just like feeling weird outside of the stage space and the performance space. And sometimes you forget that there are other things that you like to do and that you do well. And um, I think sometimes in theater or, you know, who's who's doing what show, who's not in this show, who's auditioning, who's not, you get like lost in that. And you're like, oh, wait, I also can do A, B, and C. And I love doing A, B, and C. So I think having downtime, having those in-between times, it's nice to just kind of hone in on that and figure those things out. Because what I've realized during this quarantine is I don't want my life to actually be on hold. I'm fine with taking a step back, but holding and waiting for something that is so vague right now is something that I'm, I'm, I guess I'm not ready to do. So finding the other things that fill, like fill your joy, fill your heart, fill your love. Like those are things that I think young artists also need to find because then it just gives you a sense of purpose. And I think it's easy to lose that sense when you're not in a show, but if you have those other activities or hobbies or other jobs that you love to do, then you kind of can complete um, that void, if that makes any sense. Maybe I just ramble, but yeah, that's just a little <laughs> advice to just find the other things, you know, find the other. Um, and I guess piggybacking off of everyone and just having more inclusion in shows and um even in commercial world and print world and seeing, I love the direction we're going with seeing more body types and more skin colors and stuff. And I think that we need to move more in that direction because there is not one way a woman looks. There's not one way a man looks. There's not one way a child looks. And just kind of having all of that represented is what we need to see because thinking about like, this is so random, but looking in a magazine, I'm like, oh, I like those jeans oh, she looks nothing like me. Are they going to fit me? Mm. But if you have people that mm. look like a regular person, then I'm like, oh, shoot, you know what? Like, I, I could see myself in that. So just inclusion across the board is just something to see in the performance, commercial, uh, print world of, you know, entertainment. Right, right. So full inclusion. Yes. Thank you for that. And mm. Leandra, I'm going to ask you these same questions. Yeah, um, I, I second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, everything these ladies have said is so, <laughs> it's so powerful. It's so powerful. As, as terms to it comes to the industry, I, um, like they said, I want to see if it happens. If the change they say is going to happen, I want to see it, you know, um, mm -hmm. I want to see the call to action. Um, also, I think I... I don't, I have hope in the industry still. Um, and so because I still have hope, not that the, the systems before were so flawed. And I think this time has made us look at it that way and realize like we were victims of the system. Mm -hmm. And so I'm interested actually in how do we as humans or performers go about ourselves in the industry? Mm. Um, I'm actually more interested in that because I don't think the industry will change unless the change that 
you know, these casting companies say, actually, that has to happen with us, the human, because the problem is the people accepting those jobs they shouldn't take. You know, the yes. size two model should have said, no, I don't think I should take this, this target commercial when the size 14 model I know also is out there. So mm-hmm. I'm interested in that part of the industry, actually, because that's the mm-hmm. only way I think it can change is if these people or these actresses come up and say, no, I, I want the money, but I know money's always going to come to me. But I think there's a black person or a, a person of color who can play this role just as well as me. You know, Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. I I'm interested in that part of it. And when it comes to advice, I would say to women out there, do not be afraid to throw paint at the wall. Do not be afraid to just have fun and to play. I think we forget that a lot of our profession started as a hobby and started as something we just love to do. And I think we get so wrapped up in the games that we now forget that like I, Leandra, just like to sing sometimes. And what happens when I'm just having fun? So I would just say, do not forget to have fun. Do not forget that you are a living, breathing human and you are not a robot. You do not have to be perfect all the time. It's okay to throw paint at the wall and see what kind of art you make like that so yeah Mm. yeah thank you lee that was beautiful thank you oh all for those answers my soul is filled right now from all of you and uh, all of your wisdom and words and graciousness and i just want to say thank you thank you so much for joining me taking time out of your busy days to hop on this microphone and have this little reunion it has been amazing to hear all of your voices and like I said all of your opinions and your wisdom and before I let you go there is something that I must say to you so to Asha to Crystal to Bria to Iman to Brenda to Leandra and to Shari I acknowledge you I celebrate you and I uplift you thank you I love you too. I love you all. Thank you. And that, as you heard, it got me really choked up. I wasn't even expecting that to happen. Girl, I'm in tears in my eyes. I'm not, I'm not okay. Well, yes, I'm okay with it. Cause I've, uh, like, seriously, I just, mm. it's and one of those times. <laughs> yeah. And thank and you for that. this platform. I mean, seriously. to have a, you know, do this. Um, you know, you said take time out of our busy schedule. Girl, I wasn't doing anything. I was so looking forward to this. I couldn't wait. I was like, yeah. Um, so thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, thank you so You're much, Ayana, for inviting us. Yeah. yeah. Just to talk and catch up and you know, like just discuss the things that we've all been thinking, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. hearing everybody's voice. My God, you guys do not know what it's doing for me to hear each and every one of you talk. Like, I just oh, love the sound of so all of your voices. <laughs> yeah. You're doing a powerful yeah. thing, Ayana. Yeah. yeah. Keep up the work. You. Thank you. Thank you. And I just, oh, I just got a text from Brenda. She said she hit something. Now she's gone. Oh, Lord. Oh, Brenda, I, know you're, I know you're not in the recording still, but I think you can hear me. If not, I will text you in a second. But thank you, ladies, so much. Thank I'm you. I'm back. Yay. Oh, you're back. <laughs> Brenda's back. <laughs> she's back. I, we got her. <laughs> Yeah, oh, Brenda's back. Okay. 
<laughs> oh, you're back. Oh, but I was just saying thank you so much for joining me. And thank oh, you. Cool. Thank you, ladies, so much. This was yeah. fun. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Love you all. Yes. Love you, I love, love you guys. All. I love you all. Yeah. I love you so much. The, the real housewives of After Midnight 3.0. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 Wow. Ladies, thank you so much. Thank you, Brenda, Leandra, Asha, Crystal, Iman, and Bria. Thank you. Your words of wisdom are so valuable. Thank you for sharing your pivots, stories, and revelations. It really is something else when you get to have a conversation such as the one we had and truly feel fulfilled after it. I hope that anyone listening is reminded that you are enough, that you should live fully in who you are, and that it's more than okay to sit in stillness and silence. This podcast has been such a journey, and I want to thank you for joining me on it. As I wrap up season one, I want to thank you for the emails, Facebook messages, and Instagram comments and DMs that connected us even more. I want to wish everyone happy holidays and a happy new year. Thank you again, Brenda, Leandra, Asha, Crystal, Iman, Bria, and I want to thank you for tuning in. I'll speak to you in 2021.